Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey guys, this is Jason, KC5HWB. Welcome to Ham Radio 2.0. On this channel, we do all kinds of things that are new in amateur radio. And one of my favorite things that I've been doing for the last year is a collaboration with the YouTubers Bunch. So this today is the next episode in the YouTubers Bunch. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about antennas. As I mentioned here in a minute, I'm recording this intro kind of after the fact, but as, as I mentioned here in a minute, Ham radio antennas are some of the most widely searched topics on YouTube. So we wanted to sit down and talk about... There's uh, there's tw 12 or 13 or 14 of us today. A couple guys pop in and out. Um, we wanted to sit down and talk about what antennas we all personally use in our home shack um, on, and in our go kit. We don't really talk about mobile antennas today. We did, a, we did a, an episode on mobile installations a while back. That mostly had to do with radios. But um, but today we're going to talk about antennas at your home base station, antennas at in your go bag, or what your go-to antenna is for traveling, okay? And that's what's going to come up today. This is going to be a long episode, okay? So I invite you to grab some popcorn, grab a drink, sit back, watch the show, enjoy the ride, and I hope to hear you in the comments below. Down. Let's just talk about antennas. So I'm so two things. Okay, let's talk about two things. We're gonna let everyone go, and I want to know what you have set up your, at your home, if anything. Uh, and if your home station is a remote station like Kyle has, that's fine. Let's let's talk about what you're set up at your remote station. And what do you take with you? Like Josh has Josh has done a whole live stream on this. What do you take with you when you're packing a backpack for a trip? whether it be just an out-of-town trip or go to the parks in the air or whatever. So what do you, what's your go-to as far as a to-go antenna, and what are you using at home? So we're going to do that. It's going to come up right now on Ham Radio 2.0 for this episode of the YouTubers Bunch. Get ready. Here it comes. Yay! And that's where that gets. <laughs> now, I'm going to probably put that, probably put Josh's DX Commander with the robot voice in there somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be you awesome. got to get a K6 arcade uh, robot voice. I can just do, I can knock them all out real fast. Yeah, just, yeah, just do them. <laughs> well, hold there on. Let go. me switch to speaker view. Okay. Uh, okay, Josh. It's Am I on the right? Am I doing it right now? Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> what, what do I, what do you want me to say? I, K6ARK K6, portable radio. Yeah. 
K6ARK Portable Radio. <laughs> K6UDA Evicted from California. <laughs> oh! Oh, I yes. love that! <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, how cool and is Idaho that? Idaho won't take them. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, apparently not. So, okay, so let me, uh, let me, I, I didn't do a. The, the last one we recorded was pretty informal. So let me do a formal welcome to everyone tonight. There's 12 of us here. I can count, um, including myself. So I've got, I'm just going to go in the order of my screen. I've got Kyle, AA0Z. I've got Steve, K5ATA. Josh, KI6NAZ. Other Steve, KM9G. Uh, Rob, N1NUG. Mike, K at MRD. Adam, K6ARK. Boy, I almost blitzed that. I got Sterling, Sierra, uh, November... Zero Sierra Sierra Charlie because I always get that wrong. Uh, Pascal VA two PV, thank you for putting your call sign in your uh, Zoom name. Otherwise, I would have missed that. <laughs> Bob K six UDA and um, Chris two E zero UKH. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Score. Wow, I got that. I did have to read Pascal's. So the other everybody else I memorized. <laughs> <laughs> so one, once again everyone's channel represented here is in the uh, the description below for this video that's posting on my channel so go click on those subscribe to everyone's channel because like I, i've said before in the past everyone has a totally different topic inside of amateur radio which you might be interested in so uh so today we're going to talk about antennas and i'm just going to probably go and, and let, does somebody want to go first otherwise i'm just going to go and order the screen i just read everybody I'm just going over the screen. Josh should give an announcement of the channel's name with his harmonizer <laughs> thing, though. Which channel? <laughs> for every for whoever goes, every you know, channel. everyone. Oh, for everybody. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be okay. the calling announcer. Be the, that'll be the you'll be the announcer. Yeah. Yeah, the the official announcer. <laughs> <laughs> the Ed McMahon of the YouTubers bunch. Josh, tell him <laughs> you take consolation prize. You uh, get a goat. <laughs> <laughs> you get a goat. <laughs> All right, we're we going to marry a goat. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start. Bob. We're going to start with Kyle AA zero Z because he's at the top left corner of my screen. Uh, so if Josh wants to do an intro for him, you know, cue, go, Josh. go for it. Yeah. Let's hear it, AA zero Z. What's in your shack? Or not your shack? Your uh, your go bag. <laughs> What's in your radio go bag? Well, it's both, <laughs> shack and go bag. So go. All right. Uh, so. Um, like Jason said, I got uh, a remote station. So at the remote station, uh, I just have an NFET. So two antenna ports on the back of the flex. First antenna port has got um, a uh, doublet that is fed. Uh, it is 110 feet across. It's fed with um, ladder line, 450 ohm ladder line. And it comes into like a, a one-to-one choke ballon. And I've had a little bit of issue with that antenna. So it's it's really random wire. It's not resonant on anything. Um, you have to feed it with a certain amount of uh, ladder line or it doesn't tune very well. And I've been playing with that thing for six months and I keep cutting stuff off, adding, adding ladder line to it to get it to tune. And I've got a pretty good tuner. I've got a KAT 500. And that thing will tune no. anything from 10 to 1. I was going to um, ask you if you had the internal tuner on the flex. Well, I do. But, okay. you know, it's it's like the, the 7300. Anything 3 to 1 or it's going to choke on it, right? Right. Correct. So um, 
So that that antenna is probably going to come down, and I'm probably just going to put a 40 meter um, antenna up, just a dipole. I don't. So the the remote station is at my parents. I live in the city. They've got a couple of acres about an hour and a half away from me. So um, I don't want to put anything intrusive at their at their location because they live in a subdivision. So I've just and they've got a bunch of big trees. So uh, I just put uh, wire antennas up. So the second antenna on the on the second port is just an NFET. It's a 77 foot NFED. That thing, I, I worked all of the 13 colonies on CW on that NFED. It is, um, you know, it's, it's a great antenna. It's, uh, you just, it, and like we've said before, right, the, the best antenna that you have is the one you've got up right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just worked uh, all 13 colonies on, on the NFED. So that's what I've got at my QTH. And then I think, the next question was, what do I have in my, my, my go bag, my soda, my poda, my portable right. stuff, right? Right, yeah. What's your go-to antenna if you were going to go somewhere besides home? Yeah. Yep. So I like linked dipoles and NFEDs and random wires. So the, the one that I'm going to actually put a video out today um, is uh, Kevin, or I'm sorry, Adam's uh, K6ARK. He did a video on it. Um, uh, it's... Actually, his backdrop is uh, <laughs> one of his random. Yep, there it is, right there. So I had very good experience with that on my on. I've done a couple of POTA activations with that and had very good success. So that is my now go-to radio. It's it's literally ounces of radio, and it connects right on the BNC on the back of my KX3. I also have a couple of linked dipoles that I throw in my bag just for backup. And um, I've got um, what is that NFED that everyone's got? It's called the Urchie NFED. It was made by the oh ho- yeah the Hawaiian, Hawaiian green. Oh the Urchie. Yeah. yeah, I call it. That's the, a nine to one. Yeah, yeah. I've I got one of those Urchies. in my in my bag. Yeah. So that's pretty much my setup. And I, I've got a KX3, and I think I'm going to get one of the mountain toppers. I'm I'm in the mm-hmm. so I'm in the later not the later. You're always learning CW, but. I, I've learned all the 40 characters. I'm up to about seven to 10 words a minute right now. Um, I'm doing, you know, as much CW as I can. So that, that mountain topper, that three band mountain topper looks really sexy those are, to me those right are, now. Those are slick yeah. radios. They really are. Yeah. I am so. ashamed to admit, but also not that I have three of those. <laughs> oh, gosh. I told myself I wouldn't buy one of those until I actually became semi proficient. That's, that's CW. exactly what I'm waiting for. That's my, that's yeah. my, prize exactly for well, getting more well, functional so I, I mean I, I had one right I, I bought that as my gift to myself when I earned mountain goat status uh through through summits you on earned the air. it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I so I bought one bought it new from LNR and then I came across um uh another one on eBay for a really good price and paid 185 bucks shipped for one of those things wow. in basically new condition wow. holy cow and then I came across one of the original one uh, original uh, KD1JV kits, unbuilt kit for one of the original mountain toppers, and I yeah. was is like, that the oh, yellow man. one? No, it's um, it's it's blue. It's still blue. It doesn't say LNR on it, but it's it's unbuilt, which means you can choose your bands. So uh. I've been uh, in in somewhat of an internal battle trying to figure out if I want to build it for twenty forty eighty or like seventeen twenty forty. That's that's kind of the the two options there. Anyway, mm. uh, I'll pass it back to Kyle. Didn't mean to hijack it. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my 
like you like you said adam that uh for me learning cw and trying to get to my goal is to get to 13 words a minute by the end of summer um once i hit that i think i'm gonna pull the uh um yeah there's the there's the the antenna that's uh yeah yeah, put it up to your camera yeah there you go man it is so light it is so we were talking before the stream started like i would i i was right in the middle of a linked dipole build i got the qrp guys i think ape did a video of the ballon and i had 18 gauge wire and i you know i measured it all out and did all the links whatnot and then i put it in a plastic bag and the demise of that antenna going in the corner was i got adam's antenna out and i got the link dipole antenna out i'm like oh my gosh this was like (laughs) like four pounds compared to this you know so um so anyway um i'm glad that uh Adam has built those antennas and thank you, Adam. I want to, I want to thank you for sending one to me. Um, Mm -hmm. it is my antenna of choice. Now I, I ask everyone to go and take a look at Adam's channel and uh, build one yourself. He's got a a video on it. Um, don't drink. So don't be like good game and drink a pot of coffee before you do it because, um, (laughs) it is ham radio brain surgery. Oh, and, and for what it's worth, I, I have not found a good way to uh, efficiently build these quickly. I have a full-time job and then some, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone, I cannot build and, and sell these things. Uh, so I encourage you, please try to build your own. Uh, you may fail a few times, but you will be successful and you'll be very happy about it. So, uh, yeah. so the video that- check the videos and, and build your own. Yeah, the video is great. The video does, does deep dive close-up pictures so and video so um you can easily build your own hmm. okay well uh thanks kyle um yep. steve uh steve was next but he's he's gone afk um so so josh you're next on my screen i'll let you go and i know you All want right. to talk about your new home base station antenna ah yes <laughs> okay ki6naz what's going on with your shack and portable situation <laughs> well thank you josh for the introduction uh i am rocking a uh step ir where here's my my uh assistant hand in the video um right now i have a step ir three element beam uh connected to a sda 2000 and that has the uh four, 30 and 40 dipole uh, upgrade to it so that'll do uh six through 20 has a three element beam and then it has the 3040 dipole and i also have an nfed which i generally use for like shortwave listening and um that all connects to an alpha delta switch i really like the alpha delta switch the four the four bank one and uh for portable man portable generally when i'm doing portable it's because i'm likely reviewing an antenna or multiple antennas so i'll generally have a bunch with me the three though that i'll kind of give the shout out to i really like the soda beams three band uh linked dipole fantastic it's very easy to set up it's kind of got a three leg design to it so you only need the mass which is just a fishing pole mass and uh it'll kind of stand up vertically the mast and the center mount for the uh ballon that is on the dipole goes right through it. So instead of like the speaker wires that, that are floppy, right? You hook it to the end of it and it kind of flops over. Looks like that weird thing. Uh, the soda beans will shoot straight up and it stays straight up. So it does really well in the wind. 
that's three bands. So that's uh, 20, 30, and 40. Good for that. And then I have been carrying the AX1, which is a vertical oh, the, the that is Ellicraft basically, antenna. yeah, the Ellicraft yeah. AX1. Yeah. I have a KX2. That's what I generally take in the field. With that antenna, um, man, it's hit or miss. I've done a soda activation with that. Uh, I did successfully activate with that antenna, and I was able to talk to Japan on it from inside a hotel room, which is crazy. Um, so, but then I've had it completely do nothing, just not at all an effective antenna. So it's expensive. I wouldn't necessarily put that on the list unless you really wanted a small, super small footprint antenna to put with your KX2 because it's about the same size. Uh, the parts break down. And then also now I, I am rocking the, the K6 ARK, the picture that he's got behind him. I keep that with my KX2 in the little bag that it came with when you get the shack in the box because it's it's just why not, right? It's so mm -hmm. tiny uh, and you can put it pretty much anywhere. You got access to a tree or if you have a pole or something like that, really easy to use that. So that's kind of what I've been doing out in the field as well. So those, those are my antennas. That's the KI6 NAC antenna quiver, the quiver full of antennas. So what's the one – you did a video on the one that you took to um, – that you brought to Austin when you went to visit um, Modern yes. Rogue, I think it was. And oh, that, uh, that is the um, – That was an NFED um, – Chameleon MCOM3. Yes. yes. So that antenna, I don't – take that antenna when i'm likely going to be doing qrp because it's just kind of overkill it's just a really big it, it's not that big but it's a portable end fed that will do six through 80 i believe is is what they advertise mm -hmm. and it's it's resonant it's an end fed so um it, mm -hmm. it does pretty well i ran that with the uh, 891 when i went to modern rogue and that, that seems to do fine but generally when i'm qrp i try to go light lighter really yeah. light yeah particularly if i'm hiking right if i'm yeah. doing a soda you better believe i'm taking the lightest thing possible that band hopper though the the soda beams is is really really nice you uh, uh soda. you intrigued me when you said it was 30 meter when you said it had 30 meters because i've been yeah. looking for a good uh, i've been looking for a good 30 meter antenna it's, you can get some really cool ft8 contacts on 30 meters if you're a noob like i am and don't know cw so fantastic um, 30 meter band for yeah. FT8 for sure okay i'll have to check that out soda beams is is that what matt was using at um pacifico he had a soda beams, yes but I don't, okay yes okay in fact i have his he okay. let me do a review on it so i just kept it i was going to send him i was going to send it back to him but i liked it so much i just bought a new one and had soda beams ship it directly ah, to matt okay so he got the new one yeah. uh, we got the 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 road tested one he had a hard time with it and that wasn't the antenna's fault that was the uh the x5 1205 yeah i remember him having some radio issues it wasn't wasn't an antenna issue. it was set to internal microphone if you've got that radio make sure you've got it set to the appropriate microphone, external or internal. That and, will always bite you when you're out in the field. And you just did a vi you just released a video about the X5105 about how to upgrade the firmware on it. Yep. So, oh good, fireworks are still going off. Oh, hey, happy 4th. Happy 5th. Okay. Happy 5th. Happy 5th <laughs> of July. I guess we've dated the video now. So Oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Okay, cool. Thanks Josh. I appreciate it. Yeah. We're going to go to um Hey, Steve's back. Or no, a good game. 
<laughs> no, he changed his mind. He's out of here. He's, <laughs> he he's his mind. <laughs> let's go down to, to uh, let's go down to temporary offline. Steve, uh, other Steve, KM9G. Yep. So uh, all right, here we go. Go ahead, Josh. KM9G, tell us a little bit about your antennas, home and portable. <laughs> so I am at my at my home shack. I uh, I have decided, and we'll find this out uh, in my next premiere on Tuesday. I'm only running one antenna from now on, and it's going to be the DX Commander. I have tested it Ooh. on all bands, all all bands, including uh, two meter and four forty, and it is fantastic, even where it shouldn't be fantastic. So that's it for me, hands down, Commander. What uh, which model do you have? I have the classic, and mine okay. is so classic that it was still called the all-band vertical when I bought it. Ah, okay. And I actually have mine assembled and, and up, so, you know. Okay, well, that's it. a lot better than mine, which is still in the box in the garage. But I have Much the same antenna. in the yeah. vertical position. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've noticed that. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so even if you were going to go do POTA, do you take that to POTA? So I've got a 20-meter dipole that I built, and part of my, I need... I need food for YouTube is, uh, well, I, I will work for food on YouTube. I don't know how that works. Um, part, of the, part of that process is that I need to do another video updating that antenna. I mean, I've got a ton of antennas, but the one I use, like really actually use, is the DX Commander. It's up. It's kind of in its permanent home, and uh, everything else is just fun, you know. We'll just, we'll just make something up and, yeah. and see what works. And see. I mean, I've, I have a... Uh, I bought an old farm and there was an old barn and there was an old lady who lived in a shoe and all that other stuff. Um, it's a, it's got a grain chute on the side of it. That's a big metal tube. And we just attached a piece of coax to it and ran it on 20 meters. So, I mean, I'll, I'll light anything up. Wow. You light that thing up on 160, man. I'm going to try that too. Yeah. It's only, only 35 feet tall, I think. So, huh. I mean, it's, I don't know how 160 would do on that. Sterling and I uh, did a POTA video at the Arch, and we were going to load the Arch up, but they wouldn't let us. <laughs> yeah. so they just got to sneak in and do it, dude. That would be awesome. They do that for the Route 66 special event thing oh, I've that's heard, awesome. where they'll light up a bridge on Route 66 yeah. as a special event station. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, or, you know, like lighting up the skin of a battleship for a battleship special event station. Things like that are exciting to me. I like that. Yeah. All you need, really, is a magnet just clunk and steel, so yeah. you don't have to, like, drill or anything. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. yeah. Cool, thanks, Steve. Um, other Steve, K5ATA, are you back for a moment? I am back for the duration now. So okay, uh, let Josh intro you, and then you can tell us about your antennas. K5ATA, tell us a little bit about your home antennas, portable antennas, and have you ever hooked your uh, beehives up as an antenna? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no, I have never hooked my beehives up as an antenna. Um. I see a video in the future. <laughs> right. I do see a video in the future, though. Right. Um, at home, all I have is a G5RV, which the most recent storm the other day seems to have dropped it down significantly since I can now reach the center point of it. So I'm not sure what had happened there, but I've got a little bit of work to do there. The um, POTA kit that I have is I've got what I I call the Batwing dipole just because I cut out the little insulator in the center and it kind of looks like a bat. I can't call it what you know smoking ape calls it because well, it's not appropriate for YouTube. <laughs> um, but when I do POTA, I have that, and I have a set of their old Jetstream wannabe hamsticks, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I've got a bunch of little trampoline leg pieces that I can piece together and build about a 30-foot mast out of. 
So as far as portability, they fit. I've got a little crate that I store the stuff in. I just throw the whole crate in the back of the truck. So when I get there, I mean, I'm not hiking a summit. I wouldn't want to lug that sucker up, even the 72 feet of Mississippi summit. But, you know, for a poda when I'm driving up, it's it's nice. I can get from that to 30 feet and anywhere in between in about a two and a half foot increment kind of thing. So, and uh, we are, my daughter and I are building or plans to build a, a link dipole. We just haven't gotten it yet. She's started college classes and going into 11th grade. I'm not sure how that works, but well, she's a little busy for the next month. Cool. I just got this in the mail. Yeah, I, I need one of those. That would, that would, that would <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that would make my life of trampoline section so much easier. But yeah, I, I used what I had, and you know, it's it, when my kid was little, she had a trampoline, and then she no longer wanted the trampoline, and you know, the mats on those go bad anyway. So I was like, being the pack rat that I am, I'm like, you know, I bet I can use these for something someday. And I saved them all, and then when we we're first looking at doing Poda after watching one of Mike's videos, you know, back in gosh, November, December, something like that last year. I was like, you know, I'm going to try this POTA thing. And she's like, well, what are you going to do for an antenna? I'm like, just so happens I save these things. And of course, after the wife gets done berating you for saving all that crap, it's like, look, it's beautiful. So <laughs> I call it my ghetto mast. Hey, if it works. It works. If it'll so tune. It's an antenna. It'll, it'll ghetto tune. on the air mast. <laughs> yep. So yeah, instead of get on the air, it's the ghetto on the air. Yeah. Ghetto, ghetto on the air. It's ghetto-able. G-H-O-D-A. Yep. It's ghetto-able and poda-able. <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. All right. Next on my screen is Rob, N1-N-U-G. Okay. So the... Oh, you got to get your... You gotta yeah. Get your, you got to get your intro oh, oh. in. Got to wait. <laughs> Come on now. Rob, N1-N-U-G, tell us a little bit about your shack antennas and your portable antennas, please. <laughs> okay, so the shack antennas, um, sort of the main antenna that I use is a homebrew 40 and 80 meter fan dipole. It's just um, 14 gauge THHN wire I picked up from Home Depot out in the trees uh, in the backyard. <clears throat> that seems to work pretty good there. Uh, for 20 meters and above, I use actually a Mako V58CB antenna. Um, that's up about 20 feet too in the backyard. I have to use a tuner with it, but it actually works pretty good. Um, of course, that's a that's a vertical antenna. Um, and then uh, for six meters, uh, I run a five element M squared. Uh, I don't remember the exact model number. I picked it up at a ham fest. I had to rebuild it. The guy that sold it to me, it fell off of his tower or something. Wow. Um, so I went to the hardware store and I got a bunch of hardware and rebuilt it and it works really good on six and then uh, i have a two meter uh bozak antenna that's kind of old now i don't know if they still sell them or not but uh, that works pretty good for two meters um for portable i've got a few different antennas i've been experimenting with i've got a 20 and 40 meter linked <clears throat> dipole that i built myself <clears throat> i'm also i've also got a 20 and 40 meter uh, linked or um, I'm sorry trap dipole that I've recently been using it's from Pacific Antennas that uh, it, it folds up really nice and it goes in my motor introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recycle. Um, so I've been using that uh, for portable I've got a vertical that I built for portable. It's a 20 and 15 meter vertical, but I use tape measures from Harbor Freight for the radials. And then sort of the last thing I've got that I haven't, I'm in the process of building it now is I have some ham sticks that I'm uh, attaching to my motorcycle <laughs> for, uh, for POTA activations. We'll see how those work. That'll be in an upcoming video. We'll see what happens. But that's, that's pretty much all I've got. Hey Rob, that Pacific antenna. I saw that video on it. Is that uh, is that a pretty good antenna? And is it hard to put together? No, it's uh, it's pretty easy. I got a video about how to put it together. I mean, if you can solder, you can put it together. It's um, you know, it, it, like I said, it's just, it really is just the wire, and there's a couple of little circuit boards that they use for the insulators. So you just kind of solder it together, cut it to length, and then it you know it compacts down. If you have like a kite string winder or something, you can wind it up on that and it works really well. Um, I haven't put any more than 50 watts into it. I don't know how much it can handle, but, but it seems to do okay with 50. Video. What's that? Just load it up and video it. See how many watts it's Right. <laughs> yeah. Let the smoke out. Yeah. Right. Melting an antenna on a live stream is actually quite fun. I can yeah, I've heard. tell you from experience. <laughs> That's so. almost as good as smoking an amp. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little cheaper, probably. A little cheaper to smoke an antenna. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool, man. Thanks. Yeah, I know you talked about that Mako antenna. I guess it was at. Where did you? Maybe it was at our um, mobile radio session that we did. I was thinking it was at the YouTubers Ham Fest, but it wasn't. But you've talked about that eleven meter antenna before that you use. How how you really like it? So it must do well if you're still using it after all this time. Yeah, it, it works okay, at least for me. Of course, I have sort of a modest station. I don't run any more than 100 watts and and whatnot, but uh, but it tunes up okay on 20. Um, I think it tunes up on 17, too. I can't remember. but And, of course, it tunes up on 10. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, for me, I'm, I'm sort of a casual operator, you know, here and there type of thing. It, it works just fine. Cool. Cool, man. Thanks for being here tonight. 
Uh, Mike, you're next on my screen, and I know that this is probably I'm gonna have to cut you off because you're gonna talk too long. This is no. Mike. This is Mike's thing, man. If you guys don't watch K8 MRD radio <laughs> stuff on YouTube, and you're into antennas, you need to go subscribe right now because this is what he does. I so, like antennas a little. Yeah. Let me get rid of my background here. So I'm All right. Little, I'm gonna do a little show and tell. Oh wait. Wait, Josh. you got it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> K8MRD, you know, tell us about the thousands of antennas, but what I want to know, how many balance, buddy? <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's, there's the not too many balance. I'll honestly. never let the balance go. That was not my thing. I, I am not against balance, just for the record. <laughs> um, <laughs> you became it. I, I think it got misconstrued, and then it's that was a Twitter war between many of us and Tony. Yep. And yep. Uh, I still love you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony's a good um, guy. But <laughs> so uh, antennas in the yard. Uh, I have uh, an off-center fed dipole for forty, twenty, ten, and six. It's the MFJ twenty twelve that I did a video on about a year or so ago. Um. And I've also got two VHF UHF antennas. I've got a Tram 1480, maybe. It's this 17-foot antenna that is mediocre at best. And then I have a Browning something or other. It's like a 5-foot antenna that actually works better than the Tram uh, towards the front of the house. Um, I need to cut down a tree in the back of my lot, at least one, because, uh, let's see, behind me... That black rod right there is the DX Commander all-band vertical that's going to go up. I've already I've already built it. I need to I need to tune it just a little bit and heat shrink the ends, but it's 95% ready to go. I just have to do some yard work to make room because I have too many antennas in the yard already. Uh, <laughs> so that's at home. Uh, for portable, so there's this little thing right here. This is my little Carhartt lunchbox. This goes with me everywhere. Um, it's always, always, always in my car. And in this bag is, you got to have a Crown Royal bag. Hmm. Unfortunately, also good not, for throwing lines into trees. But yes, there is not Crown Royal in there. There's I keep my X5105 in there. Um, and then I have, I've got my little MFJ analyzer thing. That little, that's the... 223 is the model number. Little length of coax bits and connectors and stuff. Um, tiny little 3-amp-hour bio-NO if I need extra battery. My little uh, power pole distribution block. But then the obligatory K6ARK uh, 9-to-1 antenna. I use this go. thing a lot. Even like if I'm, if like I'll get home from work and I'll be like, you know what, it's a nice day. I want to sit outside in my in my back table and play some radio i'll i'll throw this up just because it's it's stupid easy um so a lot of you guys have that antenna but what you do not have so you guys don't know k6arK and i go back we've been in a, a little slack group for quite a while that is a little prototype um I think this is a nine to one as well, right, Adam? It is, yes. Okay. But it, it should hand. I, so I built that one for you to use with the uh, the G ninety. It should be able to handle uh, twenty five watts, unlike uh, that's the a one total that Kyle guess, was though. trying to push a little too much power through. <laughs> so that, and then I have this tiny little kite winder that has like forty some odd feet of radiating element, and then 
X amount of feet of counterpoise wire. I still haven't tweaked this. I haven't actually used this one out in the field yet, um, but I'm going to. So that's what's in my little pack. But then I also, um, I do love my Pactena Mini. This is the 9 to 1 from Pactena. I love that. And uh, also the Link Dipole. But as of late, it's the DX Commander Expedition by far. Like if I'm going to do a POTA activation or, and I just did field day with it, um, that DX Commander Expedition is absolutely a phenomenal antenna. Takes about 15 minutes to set up out in the field. I've got 40, 20, 17, 15, and I think 10. I cut it for, yeah, 10. Um, just resonant. You just change bands and you're there. So, uh, But in the car, I also keep at least one Wolf River coils and at least one or two telescopic whips. I mean, it's... You're like a cop who, who you know, cops stash guns around their house in case somebody I've breaks in. I've got that, in. too. He's got, like, an antenna. And just anywhere you grab, there's pull down an antenna. I'm ready. A, Let's go. There's a speaker wire title right over there. It's, it's crazy. So, um, yeah. Great. My curtain rods are ham sticks. Yeah. Uh, I've got a... <laughs> so the D- antenna. The DX Commander... Uh-huh. He has is it three models? No, he's got he's got quite a currently. Female. He's got currently, yeah, the X Commander Classic, well, he's, got, he's got the Expedition, he's got the light. Yeah. He's got like a four square. Yeah, but thing. the four square is just is That's just built out of classics, classics, I think. Yeah. So yeah. he's really got three kind of separate models. With with um, the Nebula on with the, the way. Oh the Nebula's yeah. on the yeah, way yeah, too. The Nebula. Yes. Nebula. Yeah. Yeah. So so you've got a you've four. got an expedition and you've got a classic now, correct? Okay. Yes. All right. And the and the expedition is really made for more of. Put it's it more up portable. And leave it. So I took I originally took the classic or out no, the to classic. field day. Yeah. And I had everything really tuned, and it was kind of weird. I did do one thing different, and I think that might have mucked it all up. But the SWR was terrible, and it does take a considerable. Uh, more amount of time to set up the classic than the expedition. It's it's quite mm. noticeable, just because there's more there's more plates to run all the wires through. There you are mean after more, it's all more built. wires. Yeah, just yeah. just setting it up. Right. Like the expedition, literally 15 minutes of antenna setup, plug in your coax, mm. you're on the air. Okay. The classic. So what did you change? What do you, what do you think impacted it? Um, I'm only guessing, but hang on. Yeah. You had a squirrel on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you always have to do Possible. some K and MRD mods. So this, uh, we'll call it a Jubilee clip, um, was not on there when I was tuning it. And a it is what? metal. They call them Jubilee clips. It's a hose clamp. But in the UK, what? they're Jubilee clips. <laughs> what? Is it, it really is called a Jubilee <laughs> clip? Yeah. Huh. It's not made of aluminium either. No. Jubilee yeah, so, clip. Yes. Chris, I'm underneath can... the sink, and I've got to attach the drain to something. <laughs> Oh, this is a jubilee, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> no. So the <laughs> idea behind this, I don't really guy my antennas high up. I guy them, you know, at about eye level. And I prefer to guy them lower because there's still, this can still kick out from underneath. So if you guy it here, it won't have the ability to kick out from underneath. Um, so this is the only variable that changed other than the soil. But the soil 
I can't imagine was it because my other expedition was fantastic. So I'm thinking that affected the resonance somehow. Plus I had three metal. No, they were plastic. I had three plastic. I forget if they were plastic or metal stakes in the ground next to the counterpoise wires. So that's the only thing that changed with this classic antenna. Um, and I haven't, how, I haven't how long had a did that classic one take you to set up and build? You know, you said the expedition. Oh, is how long I is wasn't, it? I wasn't counting, but, but um, probably 25 minutes maybe. But I, but I'm not from, I'm not comfortable setting this antenna up like I am with the expedition. Um, I've only set this up a couple times just to tune it and, and like build it essentially. So, um, I marked a couple of the plates wrong where the wires are, are supposed to go. So I, I ran wires through and then I was like, Oh crap, that's the wrong place. And then I had to take the wire out. And, um, it, Saturday field day was kind of one of those mornings where like everything was going wrong for me. Mm. So <laughs> it was just, I was so excited for field day and I don't know why. Cause I field day is like every day for me, but, um, I think just having all the extra work is setting up the tent and, and having to deal with the windows computer and, um, <laughs> definitely the windows computers fault. Um, well, di- it was differences a different, in- uh, it was a different, uh, setup for me than I usually did, but I had a couple of yeah. backups. So differences in ground conductivity can make a big difference in the tune of the antenna too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's possible that that might've been a factor as well, but it didn't because I've used that expedition mm. in a bunch of different places and it's okay. never changed. So All right. that I'm kind of linking it to this. It's probably, yeah. it's probably your modification. The Jubilee to it. clip. <laughs> the it's Jubilee it's because clip. of the Jubilee clip. I'm, the I'm Jubilee thinking. threw you off. Yeah. yeah. Is down there just thinking hateful thoughts about us. And it's All right. Let's go over to Adam. And, um, you did an intro for him already, Josh, but you can do like okay. a specific one here. So go All ahead. Right. K6ARK, portable radio. Let's talk about that cool antenna you make. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the antenna at home at, sure. at first here. <laughs> the, uh, the home antenna is an 80-meter off-center-fed dipole. And it gives me 80, 40, 20, 17, 12, 10, and 6 without a tuner, which is pretty sweet. Um, it's, uh, it's been a decent performer. It's up probably 30, 35 feet at the center hanging from a tree. And on poles at, a, I don't know, 27, 28 feet on the ends. Um, the drawback, I would say, to that antenna is that I don't have... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 60, 30, and 15. And 15 can be an awesome band for DX when, uh, when it opens up. So future project for the home antenna is a 160 meter full wave loop horizontal loop yes uh, probably Ooh. 35 40 so feet. yes so, so yes. that's gonna be fun that's uh that's the benefit of living in the sticks and having uh, a little bit of space to work with is that you can yeah. put up you know over 500 feet of wire in the air and make an antenna. i'm jealous <laughs> i i would love to do <laughs> that i would love to have a full square uh, full loop yeah i've been I thinking about that acres. myself yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, every antenna is a compromise, right? There is no perfect antenna, but uh, the 160 full wave loop works, you know, it works on 160, obviously, works decently on 80 and 40. Um, it's actually pretty darn good on 20 when you make it a square at that height, about 35 feet, you get a, a nice relatively low angle of radiation in, in most directions, some lobes, but not too bad. And uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that one. It should be a lot of fun. I'm gonna be like a rancher. I got to go walk the fence line, but the fence line's gonna be your antenna run. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep, yep. Had added to the commute to have that extra space, but it, it's worth it. So the, uh, let's so see the here. eighty meter, Next. real quick, Adam. The eighty meter off center fed. Is that something you built? I yeah. So I I build all of my antennas at okay. this point. Um, you know. I'm, Maybe when it comes to like an HF Yagi, if I if I go down that road, I'm not. Yeah. A little bit. But wire uh, and you get one if you if you build your own. You know there. Yeah. I would say a, a few years ago, I, I thought there's no way I'll ever be able to build an antenna that's good as the commercial stuff you can buy, especially for portable stuff. And uh, I had one of the uh, the LNR. Well, it's I think Vibraflex sells them now, but the Par Enfeds antennas. Mm-hmm. And I bought that thing, thinking, man, there's no way I can build something as good as that. And well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now I build stuff that I, I like better. So, <laughs> so um, that that's one of the, I think one of the biggest things that I I try to encourage people to do is to build your own antennas. I started out building you know a two meter J pole. And then when I started getting into HF, a dipole, off-center fed dipole, delta loops, and fed half waves, magnetic loops, which are a lot of fun to tinker with, uh, trapped antennas, half squares, you name it, all all kinds of different antennas that have performance through different scenarios. Yeah, so that's that's Adam's gave. internet freaking out. So just don't worry about. It. He's he lives out in the sticks, so he's got great antennas and terrible internet. So <laughs> it's a compromise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Sorry, guys. That's all right. We're gonna join. We'll give it HF another shot. <laughs> yeah, we'll do this on HF. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So so portable antennas. I, I just posted a video um, early early July on. Uh, presentation I did for the SoCal Soda Group on my top three portable antennas. 
for QRO operations, which for soda is 100 watts, I use a link dipole that I built myself. Um, for with the KX2, I love the NFED random wire, 41 foot radiator, 17 foot counter counterpoise, built onto a BNC for uh, for 80 through 10 meters with the KX2. And then you can't beat an NFED half wave with traps for the mountaintop or MTR3B. So those are those are my top picks for portable antennas. There's there's one honorable mention in there, and that's a half square. I have had a hell of a lot of fun with a half square, uh, which is essentially uh, a phased two phased inverted ground plane verticals, which give you uh, some some gain off the broadside and low angle irradiation, and it's a heck of a lot of fun for working DX. So consider that. One final note that I'll throw in there, uh, commercial versus versus homebrew. I love building antennas. If you don't, like the guy said, the DX Commander is an awesome option for uh, a little bit heavier, larger, but top-performing portable antenna. And then check out the offerings from Pactenna and Soda Beams for link dipoles and, and 9-to-1s, uh, the random wires. They, they make some great stuff. Cool, man. Thanks for being on the show tonight. I know that... Uh... This is a great episode to have you on for sure. So, yeah, thanks um, for having look, me. Looking forward to trying trying this dude as well. I don't do much QRP, but uh, but I do have a KX3, so I'm looking forward to giving that a, a shot and seeing how it works. So, thanks a lot, Sterling. You look like you're um, off in another world somewhere, but you're next on my screen. <laughs> just just get getting ideas. <laughs> All right. All right. Josh can introduce Sterling. you. <laughs> Sorry. Sterling and zero SSC. What antennas you putting up in that new house you got? <laughs> I guess it's still pretty new. Um, yeah, so I, at home, uh, well, I guess I should say at home, most of my operating has been remote. I'm, I'm playing around with remote hams, which is like the uh, free, and then remote ham radio, which is the not free, but you get like way more, a whole echelon of quality out of that, uh, higher than the remote hams service which is just like people who put their radios upon so my antennas is whatever their antennas is because um, still at my house i have the um 72 hunt 77.2 kilowatt uh kilovolt um rfi generator in my backyard there's some insulator or transformer that is not <laughs> up to spec and it uh it it puts out all kinds of RF on, and it's fine on 20 meters, but anything below 30 meters, it's it's impossible unless it's up to eight or impossible to deal with unless it's up to eight or CW. Um, but I do have an antenna, and I call it the DX Idiot. If you have the DX Commander, which is, you know, beautiful antenna, I have the Idiot's version of that. One night I decided to go out and just put up and flip an antenna because why don't I have an antenna? Just do it. So I got speaker wire. I pulled out 33 feet of it and made that into a vertical, tape it up to the top of my, I have a, uh, um, the uh, Pactina uh, collapsible fiberglass mask, the 30 foot long, long one, and just tape that vertical up to there, put it on a nano VNA. Oh, and uh, I made four radials that just kind of go in my yard. I have a pretty small yard, about 30 by 28 feet, so 30 by 30 ish. Uh, and just filled my yard full of radials and heard all the neighborhood's noise, but I could still hear stations just fine. So I've been putting that on an RTLSDR and running like capture uh, captures and then, you know, using it to get on the air from here every so often. But usually I kind of say, 
if I'm actually getting on the air to like do something, um, I've been using the remotes or I'm always a guest. Like my most, most of my operating happens like the guest up, like in zero way X, like Kyle or, uh, um, whoever, you know, whoever has an open shack at the moment for like contests and such. So, uh, besides that, I'll put up, uh, like a pack tenna, um, just the, uh, the opposite one that, um, KNMRD has, it's the, uh, 50 to one. So it is resonant or it's like a resonant half wave. So I have Ooh. some different lengths, uh, for that. Cause it's, it's not the random wire version. You need a tuner or you need a it's it's resonant so you can't use a tuner or anything with it's it. It's the end fed half wave. Yeah. Forty nine to one, I believe. Forty nine to one. Yep. And it works okay. It's just I should have gone with the nine to one because I have a seventy three hundred and I I hate having to be picky with the antennas, you know? Um I do have it. huh? It might not tune it. The right. seventy three hundred tops out at three to one. Yeah, unless you have the emergency mode, which yeah. cuts the power. But yeah. Um but I do have an ambition to put an antenna on my roof. Um, looking at the step IR beams or a hex beam or even, even just like a Mosley, something that's up there. It doesn't matter really. But I need to, I need to do a lot of work. I have a hundred year old home, so I don't want to just start drilling into rafters and expect them to hold, you know, a wind load of Missouri. Like a storm comes through and it blows over, and that'd be a problem. Well, better than you think. Yeah. If only we knew someone that had put a beam on their roof recently <laughs> right tell me what you what do you know i uh i i know how to take a drill and just go to town on rafters <laughs> i'll tell you that much yeah if you're I, used, the, I did do that at my parents house, house but yeah, but the difference is josh doesn't have 60 mile per hour winds at his house either right. hey if his right. if his home's 100 years old and it hasn't blown down by those winds already <laughs> i'd say he's probably pretty safe well the chimney is just <laughs> barely no, there no no the, ch- the chimney's about ready to go <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was wanting to put a vhf uhf like a big 16 foot one and so my my idea was to use those chimney clamps that everyone uses for their tv antenna yeah, yeah. just a big steel strap uh, a giant version of a jubilee clamp <laughs> if you will but uh i started clamping it down and i just hear and it's a really steep roof, and at one point I kind of stood up and, and put my palm like on the chimney to just kind of catch myself and hold myself up while I'm like trying to tighten the clamp, and, and a brick just falls in. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I take everything off, and I like <laughs> put plastic up on the brick, and I start calling all of the companies to come re-tuck point, and I get quotes for like $3,200, $4,800 to fix a brick in my thing because you're like, oh, wow. oh, we need to finish fix the whole thing. It's gotta be we gotta put up scaffolding and i'm like screw it i'll go get mortar and do it myself but anyway that's that's the current situation i don't have access to like my my attic is finished so i have to actually remove some part of my ceiling in the attic to see where the peak of the roof is before i start drilling into it so Uh, okay i was gonna say just throw two by fours next to all the rafters that you're gonna tap into. yeah the the edges i could do but you know i want to get it on the peak obviously josh is also apparently the expert at deflecting white aggro yeah <laughs> uh, my wife be my she's totally supportable supportive of it it's just i waiting for you know i'm saving up for it and paying off student loans and waiting for waiting to do any like big cam radio purchases and there's also the idea of like what if it's what if the noise is just unbearable like what if amarin for power company comes and fixes the transformer what's next it's going to be somewhat because i my the houses are only like i don't know four feet apart where i'm at so it 
it's it's hit or miss. And I'm I'm more inclined to leverage remote stations that are either all over the America or somewhere nearby. Like Kyle has his remote up in Troy, and then Ward has his in Steelville, so we'll be able to use some of those. But then portable, uh, same thing. I had just take the DX idiot or the Pactena and throw it in a tree and, and call it good. Generally, I I don't really make too much of a of a fuss about it. Um, the uh, DX idiot is is linked so at every um, for each band I have basically a linked vertical uh, uh, ground plane type antenna. It's not particularly efficient, but it makes contact so. And it packs up really light. It's not as light as the as Adam's, you know, itsy bitsy antenna. But eh, mm-hmm. I I should really get the stuff together um, because my my go box is just like an IKEA bin that I throw everything into and say, all right, let's go. And then it's just a mess when when I put it all back in. So that's just how I do things, I guess. I'm you going to have a video about the DX idiot. I'm going to I'm going to make a t-shirt that uh, no, says I'm, DX I'm idiot actually. I have been recording stuff about yeah. it so I haven't put it together. You know, been with, on a with, YouTube hiatus if you will, so. Well, my my kids at school that's one of the big things is you know, well, I don't have the money for a big expensive antenna. Well, the DX idiot's a solution to a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like the it's like the Jerry uh, speaker wire dipole, it's just a vertical. Yeah. So. so. Cool. Thanks, yep. man. Thanks for being here, Sterling. Um, are you still going? Are you still go, doing your um, CW? I'm still doing CW. I'm not live streaming no, 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 anymore. I mean, I, but, but but I know you had cut back to like once a week from every day. But have you put? When's the last time you put up a new episode? The introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, like a month ago almost. Okay. Are you planning I go. On- I go in this like phase of like, I get really into YouTube and then I like stop and go do something else. And then I get really into YouTube and then I stop and go do something else. This whole year has just messed everything up because yeah. normally Hamfests are my like drive. Like they're my, they're my cocaine of, of ham radio inspiration. And yes. since I don't have any Hamfests. I mean, we're doing great with like YouTube Hamfest, and, yeah. and there's the the virtual expo, QSO today virtual expo, right, coming up. So there's that, but you know, it's not the same thing. So I think the next, yeah. 
the next big ham fest that comes along, I think is going to be huge. Yeah. Like record yep. numbers because everybody's like, Oh, right. So, everybody's going to die of the zombie disease. Right. Yeah. 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 True. I mean, hams are going to be over. Hams are halfway to zombies already. So it's not going right. to affect us. <laughs> you know, Sterling has such a good point on, I go to Dayton and I come back and I just want to do radio for the next like three months. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And we just did not have that kick in the no. pants in May. No, we didn't you gotta justify mm. the spending. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. All right, cool. Let's move on. Uh, thanks Sterling. Appreciate that. That's, um, very close to what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> so let's go to Pascal. Let's, uh, Pascal, let's, uh, let Josh do an intro for you. And then you get, you're going to have to tell us about all the cool antennas you have hooked to that expert SDR, uh, big rig, big, big guns <laughs> rig that you have. <laughs> All right. Pascal VA2PV tell us about those antennas up in Canada. <laughs> yeah, you got my name right. <laughs> That's good. Well, uh, you know, I've been a ham for uh, 30 years, almost 30 years. And um, for me, an antenna has got to be resonant, okay, for uh, uh, the best as you can, okay? And I've been, uh, I bought in 2000 and old element beam that I restore and made a two element out of it so it can fit into my towers and I had, I had that for almost 15 years hey Pascal you're looking yeah. at the wrong camera I think no oh, my, my okay. camera just died here hold oh okay alright cool As long, I didn't oh. want you to <laughs> uh, it's still on hold on no. a second you're just cool. look at the other one. Look if at you, us. If you know, if you know what you're me. doing, then, then yeah, go but for I it, buddy. Okay. No, okay. no way. <laughs> I think my camera's got warm and it just shut down. Ah, so, and, okay. So, and I made that beam and had it for 15 years. And in 2018, I replaced it with the Step IR uh, uh, two-element uh, urban beam, which cool. I can show you the Those pictures. are nice. Those are really cool-looking antennas, I think. And yes, and yeah. I live in a suburb area. I have a six sixty five hundred uh, square foot lot, and I can't put any vertical because my house, where it's located, it it will be the, the vertical would be in the backyard, and it will be like deaf because of the house that is actually uh, the my front of the my, of my house is south, so. Uh, and uh, it's facing south, and most of the QSO, you know, I'm up north, so it's. it's you know, it's not, it's not very efficient. So the urban beam is what's worked best for me because it's up high and it's covered from 6 to uh, 40 meter. And uh, from 6 to 20, it's a two-element Yagi. And on 30 and 40, it actually, uh, what it does, if it goes, it, it, it does a, a folded dipole on 30 and 40 and goes like this. Josh has the same setup with his tree element and it goes in like this, okay, on the other side of that loop that you can see as an antenna so it works very very well and um with the, the but look at my backyard hold on a second i'll show you my backyard this is my backyard so i cannot put a lot of antenna in that backyard i'm very close i'm 30 feet from the tower which should actually if it, it was if it was falling it will fall right on the uh high voltage uh uh, wire on top of there okay so but but there's no risk because this this is a i have a twelve thousand pound base cement base mm. and this antenna uh, with two uh, three thousand pounds of torque it will break on the second section of the towers each section are eight feet so there's no risk for that but i cannot put 
too much antenna, but this has been working well for me uh, for the past few years. And mm -hmm. this, I can see here, you can see my dipole, my 80 meter half wave dipole. Okay, that's the longest. It's, it's going right in front of the, uh, of the lot in one corner and in diagonal, it's going on the other corner for the 80 meters. I cannot have uh, 160 meters. So I have uh, the urban beam from six to 40 and I have this uh, um, inverted V uh, half wave dipole and uh, everything is flat and I can load up like more than uh, 2000 watts on that, no problem. But uh, I run at, at, at one kilowatt. And I have a vertical on top, which is uh, for VHF, UHF. It also uh, does the 1.2 gig uh, band. So I'm only missing 160 and 220. So <laughs> that's about the bands I'm missing from my small lot, so, which is pretty good considering the, uh, the, um, the small location that I have. I used to live on a farm, and what I did at the time is I, was, I made some uh, DX... Uh, idiot antenna, <laughs> and I made a, a, a vertical um, uh, with uh, using a, a plumbing pipe, okay, so, and uh, I cut it at uh, four feet above the ground, and I was changing width to change the band, and I have the same radials in, in the ground, and it worked very, very well, there was no noise, was perfect on top of a hill with a big field, you know, in front of you, but uh, it's not the same with this, uh, with this setup now. And what I have here, I also have the alpha data switch when you have multiple antenna. Well, I use it to switch radios. And outside, I have this remote switch here, okay, from Ameritron. So there's only one HF coax coming in. And I can switch radios here, and I can switch antennas from here, direct from That's outside. Nice. When not used, everything goes to ground, okay, on both ends. And I use that because I don't want to have, I could have like a 20 meter antenna going in one radio and then an 80 meter on the other one, but I don't want RF coming in and blow up the radio. And uh, my amps is RF sensing, so I don't need any cable to the radio. So I can, I just switch, can use any of my radio air, key the amp, and uh, everything works with every antenna as I wish. I mainly use the 7610 for FT8 because I can do it remotely with the RSBA1 software on this computer right there <laughs> and uh, this is my setup I also have uh, I'm, I'm not too much into portable okay I'm I'm a lazy ham you know I like to it's <laughs> well and the Summer easiest slots. as possible I like being inside uh, yeah and and well I like my shack okay something related when I started in Am radio 30 years ago and it wasn't I didn't have a shack like this you know for forever it just this is recent, but uh, when I was younger, I had a big old lamp radio that I had to tune, and uh, I just remember turning on my first HF radio and, and feel the warmth of the lamp, and I know there's something nostalgic with radios. I, I, I love radio like some people like cars. I like radio. Anyway, so it's some, some sort of a disease of me... Uh, just wanting more and more radio, so. <laughs> but um, the setup I have, I, I have now, it's very good. It's the best I had so far, and uh, it's been doing well. I still have a lot of noise here in my situation, as with the, uh, with the transformer right in my backyard, just like uh, Sterling was saying. So, you see, I have this transformer right in my backyard. I have the hydro company 
uh, we call it hydro, but uh, the AC company, the power company, uh, made some uh, some cleanup around because of, there was a lot of noise. So I did a complaint and they, 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 they did some work on 80 meters. It was very bad. Now it's very workable. But, you know, for those listening, if you are am in difficult situation living in an apartment, I used to have an antenna in, on a balcony in an apartment when I was younger, and, and I did a lot of QSO with that. So it just, the more difficult it is, the most challenging it is as well to make it work. So you just learn into the process. And, and I think that is important too. And people who are doing portable uh, operation, you know, they live with the complexity, low power, try to get on and you know, this, there's a complexity. I never did that very much. I'll plan to start to do it when the 705 get out. Okay, if I, uh, yeah. hopefully uh, in August, uh, I wait for that video to, to come out. Uh, but I have a portable antenna that I did use once or twice, but was not very lucky with the band condition, what I did, and when you want to plan a, a day out. And I know Josh reviewed this antenna, which is the Crank IR mm. uh, from Step IR. I have that in the camper, so, and I have the, um, the 7300 that, you know, it's in the shack, but I use it mainly to carry it around, So, uh, but it's not... QRP is set up, you know, I've always have 120 volts around. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I plan to do that. We're going out camping next week. I plan bringing all the kids and, and use that. And uh, so that's about it. But I will have to, uh, I will need some advice on good portable antenna when the 705 comes out. That, that's for sure. Yeah, let us know. So, so tell me about your, I think I understand your, I had a question about your MFJ switch, which I'm familiar with that switch, coming into your Alpha Delta switch inside. So you have one coax running out of the MFJ switch, which is outside, coming mm -hmm. into your Alpha Delta switch inside, and then you have that going out to four different radios, because I have, I have one of those Alpha Delta switches as well. Mm -hmm. um, is that, is, is that correct? Did I understand you correctly when you said that? Hold on a second. I'll show you a picture exactly how it's set up. Okay. Okay. So I, I made a video in the past about it. You know, okay. it's a, I want it to be very, very safe. Okay? Right. So hold on this one. I'll, hold on a second. I will copy this image. While he's copying that over, I would, uh, I'd like to recommend we, uh, we promote the DX idiot to uh, DX petty officer. <laughs> DX Petty Officer. Uh, I have designed several of the DX Idiot antennas. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rob's got uh, one too. Yeah. Yeah, Rob's antenna is awesome. What? Hey, what's the I, DX I, Idiot? I, I'll claim ignorance. <laughs> Maybe I'm the DX Idiot. That's what Sterling yeah. was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's the antenna I made. Just a vertical 40 meter antenna on a on a uh, push up pole. Oh, okay. It, it has no, I think, it's not multi-banded. It's just, I literally like, forgot to mention, but the, the wires are just literally wrapped around some hardware and tightened, hand tightened with nuts and bolts. And the, uh, and, and just directly, like it's been sitting out in my backyard in the rain with UHF connectors. It's, it's fine. It <laughs> That's all my, you know, are like that. I yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I think, if, uh, you know, one thing I got to emphasize with building antennas is that the, the, these antennas that I built, they, they don't come right outright the first time. I, I can't <laughs> right. tell you how many lengths of wire I've cut too short, how many toroids I've 
pulled a little too hard and broken the magnet wire, how many times I've soldered stuff backwards and had it just not work. You, you do stuff wrong and you learn from it. So, right. so don't be afraid to make mistakes. And when you're when you, you get older and you're lazy when you buy a step IR, so if you don't have to cut it, it will adjust itself. <laughs> <laughs> so Pascal just called Josh old, and I, I'm okay with no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That, that, that. I take no offense to you calling Josh old. But I'm yeah, probably okay. the, the oldest of the bunch here, so <laughs> I'm 50. So. Uh, all right, so, so then, we see your we see your picture up now. Yeah. As I was telling the uh, the uh, Alpha Delta switch actually switch radios. Okay? Right. So if I want to uh, actually um, route the antenna to the radio that I want, then I have the remote switch, which is outside that route the HF antenna. Yeah. So actually, I can only if I select a radio is the one with the antenna and all the other ports, because I did modify the, uh, I showed that in my video review of the RCS 8V and I did modify this, the remote switch. So it's going to ground when not in use. So what happened is all the antenna goes, well, there's only two in HF, but at some point I had three or four and all the antennas that are not in use are in ground and all the radio that are not, are not in use are at ground as well. So that is the yeah. safest way to operate because I'm running a kilowatt there. Okay? So right. I don't want any problem with RF co coming back the shack unless you want to spend a lot of money and having by uh, bandpass filter, high power up by bypass, uh, <laughs> um, uh, band filter. Okay. Yeah. So uh, unless you want to spend some money on that, this is the safest way. That's how I did my setup. That's how I switch uh, the, the, the antenna and the radio. So there's like one switch outside, one inside. Okay, so I'm, I'm in the middle of setting up my, redesigning my shack as it were. And I'm actually recording a couple of videos on this. I need you to send me, that's, this is a great idea. I was already planning on incorporating the Alpha Delta switch. I think that, I think that is a fantastic setup you've got there. If you would send me that, send me that picture in yeah, email. I can send you the video. <laughs> or that too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. do that as well. Okay. All right, man. I, 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 we need to move on just because I'm taking too long here because mm -hmm. I'm interested in this for my own stuff. <laughs> but that's a great <laughs> setup you got there. I've never known anyone with an urban beam. I've seen those antennas at Hamvention for the last several years. They look like an awesome antenna, so I'm glad to know it works well for you. It's very small, and it's only has a four feet boom. And my tower is limited in six square feet, and it's only three point seven or four. Wow. Okay. So, 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 and, uh, and, uh, I'm still under the capacity of the tower. So I don't want to take any risk with what you right. saw in my backyard. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Uh, we'll go down to Bob K6 UDA. Josh, this should be an interesting, you know, I, I'm going to give you free liberty to do this intro. I, um, and then I'm, Bob I'm drawing went, a blank on what to say. Right. There's so many things. There's so many different directions I can go. I know it. Yeah. Uh, just, you, you just do whatever, whatever comes to, to mind first. Um, it's, it's okay. Uh, and then Bob, okay. tell us what you would be running. Tell us what you're planning to set up at your new QTH. So, uh, Josh, you go. And then Bob, you go. All right. Bob K6 UDA. What's the best antenna to talk to Alexa? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> The Abree. <laughs> Abree. 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 <laughs> Steve's got all of them. Uh, yeah. Nice. 
Very uh, nice. I gotta switch back to okay. the oh there we go. I still have antennas set up here. Um I I was gonna tear everything down, make a video about tearing it down and and uh putting up a new one, but obviously we haven't found a house yet. So I'm glad that I didn't tear everything down. So what I'm running here at the house um is a uh uh, a DX Idiot 80 meter <laughs> inverted V, uh, which is a rotatable in buckets. So I could pick up the buckets and move them around and change directions of either leg. That might be the most redneck thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is that is like Texas style. Dude, you need to forget Idaho and move to Texas. That is freaking awesome. Seriously. <laughs> it is. I, I did a video of this a few years ago when I when I put it together. Um, I had it up in a tree before and it, after a few years, I noticed one of the big branches of the tree, it was like dying. And so I killed a tree with, a, you know, with 1500 Watts. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled it out of the tree. I decided, okay, what's the next best thing? Let's build an inverted V out of it. And, uh, and so I took 10 foot pieces of uh of pvc sunk them in a couple of buckets of cement and put them through put them in the yard in different directions so i could kind of be southeast on one end and north on the other end and uh and the apex is up on the roof it's fed with 450 ohm ladder line uh right outside it was going straight into my tuner uh years ago until i bought a brand new mac and the week i bought it i was uh, trying to make a contact with somebody i forget who and i fried a brand new mac whoa <laughs> yeah it was it was ugly so i ended up moving the uh uh moving the ladder line outside put a one-to-one ballon on and i've got 10 feet of coax running into the uh into the shack now haven't had a problem since i made but a dive lot of christmas lights in my office and i didn't blow my mac up <laughs> hey your I, mac became an apple pie, <laughs> <laughs> an apple pie. <laughs> there you go it uh, it all happened at once i keyed up i heard a bunch of stuff going off in the house <laughs> and the uh and the hard Look, drive sparks and the hard drive went out oh i've killed a hard drive with rf that's no joke. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also have on a uh, on a U.S. Towers MH40. It's a, a non-supported pole. Uh, tilt over, crank up. I've got a uh, got a, uh, a hex beam. So I've got my twenty through six on a hex beam. Uh, next to that, I have a uh, a commercial four forty antenna that I was running my, uh, my repeater off of. Now the repeater is in a box put away somewhere and that antenna is going to come down. As far as portable stuff, I have, I'm kind of in the middle of everybody here. Uh, you know, a lot of you guys are doing POTA and soda all the time. I kind of go out in the motor home and that's kind of my, my soda POTA is I, I like to sit inside. I like to have a drink with me and have the comforts of home. 
So I'm using uh, a homemade 64 to 1 Ballon that's an N-fed uh, that I really like, but it only goes to 40 meters. And then um, Chameleon sent me over the, um, what is it, the MCOM Portable 2. I love that. That that basically kind of took over, and it goes to 80 meters. I love it. Very, very nice. And then what I carry with me in the backpack that goes up to the occasional soda or uh, like when I went to Oregon and worked field day from Oregon, the um, the chameleon. Uh, there it is. Um, Empass. 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 Empass yeah. too. With the spike, the huh. um, the vampire spike. If you need to bayonet charge anybody while you're doing your activation. <laughs> Absolutely. What <laughs> those I things are about those this, things are really cool antennas. It it really is. Um, you know, no guying. It was yeah. was one of my big things because um, up at my buddy's place, he has a lot of wildlife. He has uh, he has resident deer that um, they actually took out. Uh, they actually took out my uh, counterpoise this weekend just dragging yeah. it along. Yeah. Deer um, love to work CW. You gotta be careful with them. They do. They do. And I've got pictures of it too. Um, but, uh, I, I like that, Bob, the yes. And we need more of that. Yes. And keep that going. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, they, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like to guide things if I don't have to. That's what I loved about this. It's set up in literally five or 10 minutes. And I was on the air, um, which was beautiful. My other new favorite one is the Slink Tenna. Mm. This thing ah, is awesome. James Hannibal, Quirky QRP, right on. Yeah. Yes, this is this is an awesome little antenna. Yeah, it's a huge compromise antenna, but man, it sets up almost anywhere. I yeah, mean, I want one of those. You don't even really you don't even really need a tree if you have anything you have a, a pole with a with a t on it mm-hmm. you could set the mm-hmm. damn thing up on a truck yelled at i used my hotel's uh fire extinguisher sprinkler as a mount point for that one <laughs> for field <day. laughs> that's awesome you go <laughs> a lot of people yelled at me um it's a really good receiving antenna that's probably my favorite part about it it's really really good on shortwave listening mm-hmm. yeah. Bob, I, I i haven't done haven't done a whole lot of listening. I've done a bunch of testing with it, um, made a few contacts with it, but uh, I did most. I did the majority of everything with the uh, with the M pass over field day. Do you have a, a ladder in a beyond your mortal, uh, Bob? I do have a ladder, and uh, and I can use on? the I can use the M pass um, okay. on the ladder as a vertical if I want. But I also have, uh, I've also got a, uh, a 30 foot, uh, pole, a flagpole that I, uh, that I can use now. And I've got that all set up, uh, to use the, uh, the MCOM portable and it goes up in a few minutes and I, I can, I don't even need trees. I could drag it over Mm -hmm. and tie it off to the front of the bus and it works just fine. Now, when you stick it off in another direction and, and you use trees, man, that thing is 
unbelievable. And I did that uh, when I was at Quartzsite this year. Just fantastic. Got out all over the place. Uh, zero noise. And, uh, and it just receives like gangbusters. That's my biggest problem right now is receiving. I've got, oh. <laughs> and in camping, and it, there's a lot of interference. <laughs> there's, I've got a lot of interference here. Uh, and I, uh, I actually called Palomar Engineering, talked to one of their guys for about an hour. We went through a whole bunch of stuff here. I love those uh, guys. I they love were them. really good. And they couldn't do anything for me because of the dope <laughs> grower up the street. <laughs> I, lo- I just get done saying I love those guys. Yeah, couldn't help you at all. Worthless. <laughs> no, it, yeah. you know, you have a, a, a very nice special problem. Know. No, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. nice to know that, you know, that they walk me through it. They really, I mean, spend yeah. an hour on the phone with me. And that, that's where you decided to move everything in the house. Oh, is that why you say decided this. to move? I don't want to forget uh, all capitals, HRCC 73, 10% off Palomar Engineers. I'm not affiliated, but they, they got yeah, a coupon code Josh, going, so Josh, 10% uh, off. Josh basically forced me to spend about $185 last night. Yeah, I forced you. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I ran out to Texas yeah. real fast. He did. He, did. he said, you he did. buy, like, you you buy these buy noise this isolation yeah. toroids. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I bought two IC7300 kits and a bunch of toroids, and I spent $185 they work, there. Man. So. They work well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looking forward to trying them. No, they do. You guys did ever try radios like the RSP duo from... SDR play or AM um, uh, SDR radio, which has the diversity. Uh, so you can have two antenna to no loud phase of some noise directly into the radio instead of having a, an MFG uh, 10, 1026, like I used to have to get rid of the noise. Did any one of you try that? Yeah, the, uh, the K3 actually. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll do that. Yeah. It has the diversity. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got a couple of antennas, so I can use multiple antennas yeah. uh, um, hooked up to that. <clears throat> and did this- I used a uh, one of the MFJ uh, receiving loops 
as a mm. receiving antenna. Mm. Cut down a lot of the noise. It was, uh, mm. but it was almost nulled are, out almost nice too much. Yeah, yeah. You have, you need to have an antenna. Okay. Let's, I have my 80 uh, meter dipole and right under in winter time, I have about 10 feet above the ground, a long wire, okay, which is about a quarter wave of an 80 meter going to the, uh, in the back to the fence. And I have that right under same polarization, okay? And I was able to null out almost everything. I have a whole video about that where I can get rid of a 30 dB birdie signal just by pushing a button and it just went away. So if you have a good setup, then, but then another thing, if you have a small lot like here, I need to have some big 30 amps relay to make sure that it will not blow the, uh, the the thing by with RF coming back, so mm. that, that's another thing. But it worked well. It worked well in uh, urban. What area. was it that you did? What was it? It's a MFG ten twenty six. Which actually, it's a, a noise um, phasing noise. So you phase two noise together, <laughs> and with two separate antenna, and you're able to null out the uh, receive signal. Oh, you're like one of the first people I've heard that really likes that. So it works well for you. Well, it did work very well, but it, it just uh, complexified my setup here so I need <laughs> because you need some relay on my power and it's too close. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's less than a quarter wave to the other antenna. So, you know, the, it's, it's a challenge to have that. But some radios has actually diversity into it. So when you transmit, you're sure it's, everything is to ground. There's no yeah. RF coming back. You're, you're actually transmitting. So that's the new thing. So. Let's, uh, let's, we've been going for a long time, guys, which is cool. This is very good information. I think this is going to be a great video. Let's move Did on to get... Chris. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let's no, move no, on to Chris. No, no, no. I'm not done yet. Uh, let's move on to Chris real quick. Uh, Chris, I know that you're mostly into digital, but let us know. I mean, I, I don't know if you do HF or not, but let us know what you do uh, at your house. And, uh, and you know, if you have if you have antennas up for DMR and D-Star repeaters, that's cool. Let us know about that. So uh, Josh can introduce you, and then you can go. Welcome, digital analog ham. What kind of antennas work in the UK? <laughs> hey, that's, I like that intro. Um, <laughs> Feel free to use it. That's, uh, if you can see behind me, um, I've got... Uh, is it this shoulder or this shoulder? I've got uh, I've got a mag. I've, I was sent two Magloop antennas to review. That is the that is a two E zero E R O Magloop antenna, and that does from uh, twenty meters to ten meters, and it's very small. It's very small, and I've got it on a pole going into the loft. I do everything I can HF analog. And above that, you know, I can turn it around. That's that's a, a push-up pole. You know, I can turn it around. It's in the lo and then above it is another one in the loft, and uh, that covers 40 meters uh, to 40 meters to 17. Nearly goes to uh, 15 meters. So that's a very good one. And um, from indoor antennas in my flat, you know, my flat in the UK, I've hit. I've hit Italy, uh, Russia, you know, got America once, you know, on mag loops. That's very difficult. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, I've done, I've, I've had, I have had some success, uh, you know, and that is when the cycle is not at its best. So I'm looking forward to uh, when things improve. And the radios I'm using in the radio shack at my house, I'm using the, uh, 
the Yaesu 991A and I'm also using the uh, ICOM 7300. I've got a 705 on the way and in the mobile I'm using a um, I'm, I use the 7300 mobile and um, I use a couple of ham sticks I've got a 20 meter, a 40, an 80 meter ham stick. I do do HF from the mobile. That is something I was saying to Jason the other night. I want to, um, I want to um, do a bit more HF work. I'll get it later. Me too. I always want to do more HF work. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm doing FT8 right now. Yeah, that, that's another <laughs> thing, Josh. I want to get into um, FT8. I've got it. I'm sure I can do it, but anyway, going oh, yeah. back to the mobile, um, I have bought, I have bought an old, very old, um, ICOM seven two five, which, you know, I can, you know, it's, it's, it's an old radio. I don't, I don't, I'll be more upset if I damaged the seventy three hundred. So, uh, you know, chuck it in the bag. Um, and that you know that's a very good old uh, nice easy to use radio the icom 70725 and um, i would like some recommendations for um easy you know relatively easy portable antennas to set up for my 705 i was think uh, i was thinking of uh, using an end fed or something like that no. if, uh, well you need get adam, i guess so you need to get adam send you one of these but it's got to be an NFED because it's a 705, no tuner. So you, yeah. you've got to have well, an NFED okay. that's resonant. Okay. And depending on how okay. you you put it up, yeah. that can affect uh, your SWR and an yes. NFED. So True. I, I'm, I'm going link dipole all the way with the uh, 705. Also mag loop if you want to be portable. But mag loops, as you already mentioned, um, can be so an N, Sorry, the, the linked dipole, the linked mm. dipole is in in the uk we've got soda beams um, i think jason, do. jason mentioned it earlier um and you just attach i'm not sure if it's a crocodile clip or there's some sort of um, yes connector yeah, it's, you it's, connect and it just brings another band into play is that correct josh you you got it yeah it, it's got a strain relief in the middle for the for the radiating elements and then it's got the two alligator clips that you clip them together so on 20, you just disconnect all of them, uh, and you've got the 20-meter radiating um, elements, and then you can just add 30 and then 40. It's fantastic. Uh, the first time I used it, it took me five minutes to set it up. And really? with the KX2, I hit the – there's a button you can hit just to see the yeah, reading on the SWR meter, and it was just flat. It was great. It's a great antenna. So is that yeah, got to be set up in an inverted V – sort of formation sort yes of a... and that's it's designed specifically for that the wire winders are all attached to the to the elements so you just unwind the whole thing you lay the pole down you attach the center connector you stretch the links out fully and then you come back in one meter stake it and then just lift the whole thing up and that's it it's is very it 45 easy. degrees is it 45 degrees sort of like, something like, like that it's pitched uh they've got it built so that if you're using uh their mass which i believe is a seven meter mast i could be wrong uh it'll pitch it perfectly but you can't do it horizontal you can't well, you um, can yeah you, you absolutely well could yeah okay I'm, I'm learning thank you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, what you'll find, I, I typically prefer end-fed half-waves over dipoles. They radiate almost identically, and you don't require a feed line to work with it. So 
Um, you can save yourself, uh, uh, you know, a good amount of bulk and weight, eliminating the feed line and feeding that same dipole, same length dipole for that matter, essentially from, uh, from it's an the easier setup. end. I'll give you that. And, and, uh, just in the same way you can make a, a length dipole, and, uh, and get very similar performance. The, um, the nine to one random wire, you certainly need a tuner for that. So that's an extra piece of gear, extra piece of bulk and weight and extra, you know, amount of, of losses in efficiency. So that's, that's certainly a trade off there, but, uh, I, I would encourage you to look at and fed half waves as well. Just get, Adam, a, you just get a real radio with you an, set it up. Just get a real radio, like a KX two or three with an internal tuner. Well, the 705 doesn't have it though. That was my point. <laughs> That's That's a real radio. Radio. Although I will be shoot. getting a 705 when they come out, so I'm not saying right, anything yeah. bad. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody in this room is a huge one. drawback um, of the 705 is it doesn't have an ATU. But okay. Yeah, but we can add a small tuner onto it. You know, it's only a low power radio. It's not QRP. It's a bit more than that. Is it 10 watts? I think it is, Jason. Um, you know, Something we can like add that. a tuner to it. You know, a little. On the portable. back end. I've got an MFJ portable tuner. Yes, yes. External, yes. And it, yeah, yeah. it's just extra crap to, to yes. drag out. Which yeah. is what Depends I mean. on what you're trying. Yeah. If you're doing Soto, you're probably not going to want to jack with it. But if you're doing Poda yes. or just a vacation expedition, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? So yeah, yeah. I think Josh was. I think Josh was asked. And if I've had problems with the NFED half waves with, you know, setting it up in the field and different setups, changing the resonance. And, and yes, you, you have to be really cautious with that. And I build and tune them the way I use them. So I, I set it up with the same pole I'm going to use and the same orientation I'm going to use it. And I, I tune it to as close to one to one as possible. And, and there's some, some specific strategies for that, too. I do the same thing, but I wrap the radiating element just around my body as many times as it'll go. Uh, that seems to work really well for tuning it. <laughs> All right, let me go real quick because I'm last. And I don't, you guys probably didn't hear it, but there's thunder starting out here. And my wife just walked into the shack. She's like, That which, spicy air? Which is, which that is spicy air? Basically means it's thundering. I took the dog inside. What do you want for dinner? That's what she was saying. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay. Hey, guys. Okay. So, you guys have you given want... me a lot of imps. Oh, yeah. You want to do an intro? You go ahead. To... I'm sorry. Go I ahead. I don't know. Do you want to? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Do it. Go ahead. Ram Radio 2.0. Tell us about your world of antennas. <laughs> yeah josh has got a voice synthesizer so uh okay so <laughs> oh, no, that's, oh, me. Just, that's uh, all me man that's all me oh we're, we're just about? now defining that oh i didn't know <laughs> no, we defined that at the beginning man where were you less oh, of this yeah, kyle that that's up? all me i just go like this and it yeah. just comes out right yeah yeah it just comes out so okay i was actually talking to my wife who just walked back in the shack but you guys go ahead um just leave it just leave it right there yeah, yeah. Just leave it right there. That's fine. Thank you. Okay, so at the at at the how I, I, you guys have given me a lot of really cool info tonight. Um, I'm actually in the middle of a shack redesign um, that I started recording videos about uh, about a week, maybe a week and a half ago, something like that. And I'm gonna be going through and rearranging all my radios on my shelf. I'm gonna finally put up my Rhone 25 tower that I've had for like three years Ooh. that I've never put up. 
Nice. And uh, and I've got a I've got an NA four RR hex beam, which if you go if you just yep. Google that November Alpha four radio radio hex beam, they did a QST article several years ago, and they got a re- lot of really great reviews about it. I've got one of those. I'm going to put it up. We're going to see how it works. I've got a couple of other. I'm on the tower. I'm going to put a, a, a dual band two meter four forty Yagi and a two twenty Yagi. I've already got videos in the works about doing some sideband on all three of those VHF, UHF bands. Um, as well, like Rob mentioned, I've got a five element. I don't know what kind of six meter Yagity is. It's freaking huge. And I got it from an estate sale and I know it's six meters, but I took it out to field day. And on the trip back, I one of the, the the feed line the so239 feed line part broke from it so rob i'm probably going to hit you up about how to repair that <laughs> oh yeah well, but, no <laughs> yeah okay i'll take a picture of it maybe the same one you've got i don't know if it's a mosley or M- introducing wondersuite from bluehost.com the tool that makes wordpress wonderful for everyone website creation is hard but now with bluehost you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals and the wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your wordpress website or store in minutes seriously from there you can customize your design pick your brand colors and add blocks no custom theme or coding required you'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise and with yoast seo built in we automatically help you get found in search engines from step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an ai powered help bot our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. M squared, M squared or Mosley, whichever one you said. I don't know which one. Yeah, mine's one. an M squared. Okay. I don't know what it is because it's not marked. Um, but it's it's an awesome, it, it's a huge six meter antenna that looks really cool. So I'm probably going to put that up somewhere. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the hex beam at the house along with the a uh, couple of uh, off-center fed dipoles and a, and a fan dipole for so that I can get everything covered basically 6 meters through 80 meters. My my POTA antenna to date has I've done 5 POTA act, 5 or 6 POTA activations. I've recorded most of them, but not all of them. Has been the TN07 31 foot flagpole antenna, which is a which mm. is a, a 5 foot telescoping fiberglass mast that goes up 31 feet and it has a wire going through the center of it and it has a matching unit in the bottom of it that'll tune 10 80 meters without a um without a tuner i take my 7300 which has a built-in tuner and i click on tune and it tunes that fast so it's it's always a very flat ratio yeah there is some loss in the tuning in the matching unit but i have never failed to activate 
a POTA activation with that antenna. I've done all of my POTA activations with that antenna. I probably wouldn't put it in a backpack if I was hiking up Pacifico again. Um, <laughs> still waiting for Josh to plan that next trip because... I oh, I'm... Uh videos are coming i'm I'm doing scouting trips uh actually adam has been quite informative on californian locations that have campsites on the summits so i'm i've got well, a list we're working on and i'm going to start taking my son out and we're going to do overnighters and figure out what's going to be the well, best i'm so talking about coming i'm, I'm talking about Let trips. Me know then, if you want any company i'm talking <laughs> about trips that include me so i'm not sure no how no that, how that i know <laughs> but i gotta find the right place for us and then no boom, I know, once i, I get a good spot we're that's it awesome. we're doing it i'm looking forward Maybe to it okay so um really really looking forward to trying the uh k6ark um bnc connector uh uh, uh infed antenna here with my KX3 and my 5105, which I'm going to do a, a firmware update to very soon. But for my POTA antenna, it's definitely been the TN07. It's called an SFP102, which, again, is a 31-foot flagpole antenna. Great performance. I don't recommend doing FT8 on it because that's how I melted it during uh, Ham Oh, Vichy. that was the that one. That was the one okay. I melted during yeah, Ham Vichy yeah, yeah, yeah. Party, trying to do, trying to do 100 watts that. FT8 on it. But... Doing a hundred watt single sideband on it on every POTA activation I've ever done has worked great. So it's 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 a great antenna for that. Um, I have the crank IR that Josh had and did a video on that he sent to me, and I used it. I set it up in my backyard and then I used it on field day. That video will actually be posting tomorrow. Now awesome. by the all by right. the by the time all you guys are watching this video, it'll be a couple weeks out. Or it'll be up for a couple weeks. But that video will be posting tomorrow, and I'm I'm actually going to take that crank RR to a another POTA activation or two. Cool. Um, upcoming. It's nice. That is a nice antenna. It's yeah. once you set it up, it seems kind of daunting the first time you set it up. You're like <laughs> all these wires and cranks, and uh, what is this? Once you put it together and understand how understand their their thought process behind how they put it yeah. together, like when I was at field day, I had it set up in less than 20 minutes. It was yeah. cake. And, I mean, and I'm you like, can put some power in this antenna. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yes, I yeah. did. It's definitely not a QRP. Like that. Yeah. Yes. I worked I worked um, 100 watts on FT8 during field day for the entire 24 hours on the well, I switched back and forth, but I worked 70% of it on this antenna. Yeah. Um, I think it's 1500 watts you can load in it. I believe yeah, I think it limit. is I think yeah. it is legal limit for that antenna. Yes, I believe that's yeah. correct. So um, I haven't put that much. Haven't put that much power <laughs> through it yet, but really awesome antenna. You just crank it up to where the vertical is to the band you want to tune, and then you mm. you take out the um, the counterpoise and and you put your meter, you put your analyzer right. on it, and you crank the counterpoise just a little bit in either direction, and you're tuned, and it's awesome. I got mine down to one dot oh five to one yeah, on four it, different yeah. bands during field day. Mm -hmm. So love that antenna. Great antenna. Um, I put 800 watts through it when we did uh, when I had it for the single sideband oh, yeah. worldwide. Yeah, I, yeah, no problem. And I was I was breaking pileups with it. it oh was great. yeah, it yeah. is. It, it's that's a great antenna. I'm I'm I've been very happy with it. I suspect that the DX Commander will be even even more impressive once I finally get mine built. Um, but for what it is, man, that crank IR is pretty slick. So my 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 go-to antennas today right now are either the TN the TN07 SFP102 
I can have that set up in like literally like seven minutes. Like put the crank up, put the mast up, put the wire in it, run the coax and you're done. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 and simplicity is what, you know, I don't want to spend an hour and a half putting up an antenna if I'm going to go out to a park activation and simply make 10 contacts just so I can activate the park. If I was going to be there all day, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Like field day. We were there for mm-hmm. 20, yeah. we, we were there for 48 hours. We, we only operated the 24 hours during field day, but we got there an entire 24 hours before. So that morning of field day, the Saturday, we put up the antenna and we knew we'd be there all weekend. So it's not a big deal, but I don't want to spend two hours putting up an antenna to make 10 park ca- contacts and then take everything yeah. down and leave. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, what are you trying to do? If, are you going to spend the weekend at the park? Then use something that might take you a little bit more time to put up. That's cool. Mm. But yeah. the, but the, but the TN 7 and now the crank IR easy to set up, easy to do full power, hundred Watts. Been really happy with both of those. Um, I got a couple of new products from TN 7 I showed him some of my videos and he's like, Hey, let me send you this and this and this. And I'm like, that guy's a really cool guy. He's out of Tennessee. TN is Tennessee. They're all made mm. in the USA. All right. Made in the USA stuff is all. I'm always happy to promote made in the USA stuff on my channel. Buddy Pole is all made in the USA. I've done a lot of Buddy Pole videos. Um, so those are my current antennas for activations. Um, looking you know, forward. Nobody mentioned Buddy Pole. I noticed that. Nobody, nobody mentioned, mentioned Buddy, Buddy Pole. Pole no. Today. Mm-mm. Buddy Pole is but in this chat nobody meant oh did okay Steve's got one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think I heard yeah. Buddy Pole. No, Steve's I don't think one. we okay, heard cool. it today. Buddy Pole's I've got are, one. I don't use it though. Buddy Pole's oh. are great. They it's a learning curve to it's set it great, once yeah. you once you learn how to set it up, it's not a big deal. But it's a bit yeah. of a learning curve to learn how to set up. Then once you get it, it's cool. Again, I wouldn't set up a Buddy Pole to do a poda that you're just going to set up, make 10 contacts and leave. But if you're doing like a weekend contest or field day or something, they're great. Yeah. This is the first year I've never used a buddy pole on my on my field day, and the only reason I didn't use it is because I had like three other antennas I was testing out. Right. So, um, but Pascal, yeah, I think the buddy pole is great. Yeah, the buddy pole is uh, great. Yeah. I have to blame the buddy pole on the death of my eight seventeen spinal, <laughs> but it, I mean it was my fault. But I was connected to a buddy pole, but it was inside totally. my apartment. So oh, it was inside <laughs> I'm, the apartment. I'm, okay, all I'm right. gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that's because you're putting a superior antenna on an inferior radio. But that's just me. So that's just that's <laughs> all just of the me. energy went right so. back. <laughs> he turned now, the microwave on. He was yeah. making popcorn. Right. <laughs> so I, I, really I found like, it. Go ahead. The the video. I was gonna say the video today. You know, with everybody talking, I I kind of took it as like treat an antenna like a tool. And you right. pick the right tool for the job that you're going to do. Correct. And everybody has a different opinion. They have a different need for their particular type of operation. But there are so many interesting antennas out there, so many fascinating ones that can, you know, get you exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. You just need to do a little bit of research and you can find something that will totally fit the bill for what you're looking for. If it's lightweight, uh, you know, if it's There's so many like options. The, the other side of that is probably the crank IR. Again, if you're like going to set up for a weekend and hang right. out, that's great. You know, the, the antennas are amazing, right? Yes. We all love antennas. Yes. Uh, so this is just proof to that, that they're yeah. just tools, like treat just, them as the solution for your problem. That is correct. And I, I when I, when Pascal was talking, I went ahead and Googled the uh, urban beam from step IR and I'm like, okay, so I've got the gears turning in my head mm-hmm. about how to f- set that damn thing up instead of a hex beam. So we're going to see. 
See Watch Pascal's video on that. Oh, I did. He uh, sent me the link to it, so I'll be watching that. After, job. after and yeah. I'm jealous of yeah. your garage, yeah. sir. You have yeah. an amazing looking garage. You know what? I have 600 gigs of videos. Oh, my God. Yes, for the assembly. From, the from that build? Well, I have like three or four Is cameras. 4K. Everything was in 4K. Oh, that's oh why. Goodness. That's why. So that's Camera like 30 minutes of video. 4K. In order to have the good angles, I have multiple camera. But then, yeah. oh my goodness, this guy's got a red camera layers. rig. Yeah. Wow. No, no, did, no, 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 no. Pascal, did you tell Stepper that you have all that stuff? I'm sure that they would probably love to have all that. Oh yeah, they know. Those guys, those guys, they put Stepper in the manual great. of the Step IR. They put yeah. the video of the assembly. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, there but, you go. But, uh, those guys at Stepper um, are great. That that was a, a fantastic project. Very yeah. fun mm -hmm. to, to use. I had a 40 meter dipole in a, yep. uh, on the same feed line as my 80 meter, and on the on one night I was with one of my friends. We were talking in French on 40 meter, and there was a French guy that came in, and he was like 20 dB over nine or 10 dB over nine. I don't remember, but it was strong. And then I switch on the 40 meter dipole on the inverted piece. Oh, I almost lost him. So I, huh. I got that in the video, I believe. Uh, when I did the final test, so I did just removed the 40 meter uh, dipole from there, and that was it. And uh, it's very, very uh, fun antenna. It's small and it works very well. So, okay. And it's been very good with the high storm air. It's we bends like this. That's good. And when when, when you retract the element, it bends. Yeah. And it just takes yeah. back its position after. So. That's good. Hey guys, we need to close it down. We've been going like an hour and 45 minutes. Ooh. So, which is, which this has been some awesome awesome information so when i put this video together and schedule it for a premiere which i've been doing all my videos as a premiere i'm going to require all of you guys to be there at the live <laughs> chat that night <laughs> so i'll be at work what are you talking about uh, you know, we, we started not, with nothing and we end up with something you know it's not my problem that you're two hours behind the rest of the world josh so. <laughs> no but uh yeah hey guys thanks a lot for uh, for joining tonight this has been Again, antennas are some of the most searched topics on YouTube as far as amateur radio goes. Everyone's interested in antennas. Everything mentioned here tonight, there's nothing mentioned here tonight that was wrong. There's not, there's, there's not a wrong antenna for your situation. The cool thing about antennas, in my opinion, is that you can do anything you want to. As long as it's, it, it doesn't even have to be resonant. As long as it's tunable, as long as it works and you can make contacts, you can use anything you want to for an antenna. So all of the ideas. Even lawn chairs. Yeah, even lawn yes. chairs. Yeah. Yeah, but you just set it up properly. Right. When it's supposed, how it's supposed to, and it will work. That's correct. So, so if you want to go homebrew, inexpensive, build yourself from Home Depot parts, you can do that. If you want to go to the big bad guns of Step IR, you can do that as well. And there's everything in between. So this is a good topic. I think we'll probably do this again. We've kind of beat the dead horse tonight because we've been going for just under two hours. But this is going to be an awesome video. I'm looking forward to editing it and posting it. 73, put your comments below, including if, if your comments are this video was too long, that's okay. Put that below. <laughs> and, and, and be your sure comments. and click on all the links for the channels below including Mr. Callum, uh, Lord Callum from DX Commander, who couldn't be here for this episode, but his his uh, antenna was talked about quite a bit, and I know he's got a lot of followers because he makes a great product that a lot of people love. So 73 guys, really appreciate everyone being here tonight, and uh, everyone get, wave goodbye.
three. Ah. Goodbye. <laughs> That's awesome. See ya. Oh, boy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.